Welcome to the Beauties in Business podcast. This show is geared towards women in the beauty industry who want more, more income, more freedom, more fulfillment. Because school will teach you the basics, but if you want to truly thrive in this industry, you need to be a go-getter and be business savvy. My name is Callie Stewart, and it is my goal and my passion to build you up so that you can have the career you've always dreamed of. If you're ready, let's go. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Facts Not Feelings podcast. I am your host, Callie Stewart. I'm so glad you guys are here. So today I want to talk about the most powerful thing on the planet. Maybe that's an exaggeration, or maybe it's not you'll be the judge. (laughs) You're definitely going to want to grab your notes out on your phone or grab a pen and paper because there's going to be some good little nuggets that you're going to want to write down for future reference. Today, we are talking about word of mouth. Yes, we all know it is the number one way to grow your business, but we are also going to be talking about the negative side of word of mouth and mistakes I have made and may or may not regret. (laughs) So first, let's talk about word of mouth and why it is so powerful. Word of mouth is so powerful because it is a friend to a friend. If they're sitting, if two friends are sitting down for a coffee and they're like, oh my gosh, my lashes look so good. I love my lash tech. Her place is so clean. She does them perfectly. And she's just like giving the lash tech all the confidence compliments in the world and goes, oh my gosh, you should go to her. Here's her Instagram, right? That lash tech now just got pulled in as a bestie into that conversation. And also that new potential client feels like their lash tech is now their best friend because they were chatting with it. Also on top of that, that girl's not going to refer someone to her friend that she doesn't absolutely love. If she doesn't absolutely love, she'll tell her, which is the negative part of word of mouth, which we will get to in just a second. So word of mouth is so powerful because it all stems from like testimonials, reviews. We want, anyone can talk themselves on Instagram. Anyone can talk themselves up on a podcast, whatever. You can pretend who you are all day long on social media. But if your friend is like my nail girl is the shit that is so powerful because that there's no bullshitting that she's not getting paid to say that she genuinely means that which makes her testimonial in that moment unbeatable so I would say that 99% of my clients have come to me from word of mouth even if it is Uh, one of my clients posting on social media, like tagging me in a story and then their friend sees it and comes to me, or it is traditional, hey, you should go see my nail girl. Here's her phone number. Both. Yes. In 2023, the number one way I have grown my business is word of mouth. That beats Instagram or email list or business card, it is so powerful to get a friend's referral. I will also say that I have watched this with my boyfriend's 
business as well. He is a personal trainer and his business has exploded. Social media was just not his thing. He does still have it, but he it is just not his jam. But he has completely built up a clientele all from word of mouth. And it's really fun because all of his clients all know each other know each other so they can either work out together or they all hang out at the gym together or whatever it just makes it a really tight-knit community which has been so cool to watch and that is the power of truly word of mouth so as you can see if it's so powerful what does the negative part of word of mouth means this is like getting on instagram or like Yelp or whatever and seeing something and you're looking through all the reviews and you go, hmm, they don't love that. They don't love that. That person didn't love this. There could be a thousand positive things, but you are always going to go to the one star review and you're going to see what the worst of the worst said. Just think about that. I do this when I'm like shopping for, I don't know, anything on Amazon. I go to the one-star review and I see what is the worst thing that someone can say about this product before I buy it. That is what someone's going to do with you as well. So if you have instances where you feel like a client is not leaving happy, my advice to you is to flip that to make it the best situation possible because we are going to have unhappy clients no matter who you are you could be the best nail tech in the entire world but someone is going to have something negative to say about you a client in particular is going to have something negative to say about you she's going to say you either took too long or you didn't do this flower right whatever it may be not everyone 100% jives. So you're going to want to do everything you can in your power to make every client's experience be the best possible. I do this. Um, I prevent negative word of mouth with a new client by asking every step of the way how they feel. I check in with them. Um, I offer drinks and snacks at the beginning of the service or in the middle of the service when I'm about ready to do the nail art just to check in with them and let them know that that offer is still on the table. Uh, before I have them cure their nails, I make sure they like the color or all the colors that we're doing together. I double check the shape like three different times. I always make sure they feel like they have the opportunity to speak up because I would rather them speak up than to have them leave and go tell someone that they weren't happy with my service. So I'd rather take that ego hit in the moment than have it trickle down the line of negative self-talk or negative reputation, right? So let me tell you about a story about one time that a client left not unhappy, but I'll tell you what happened. So it was right when I moved to my suite at the beginning. So I was already frantic. And then my dumbass decides to try out a new primer, um, which is kind of like what bonds the nail enhancement to the natural nail. And I don't know why I decided to try this in this moment, but I did. And I soon found out that that primer was like repelling nails away from each other. 
So not only am I in this new setup, I'm already scared, but my nails are like literally falling apart on people. I'm having people text me that their nails are coming off. And I seriously used this primer for like three days and then realized real quick it wasn't working and then had to refix all those nails. But let me tell you this one story in particular. So I had a new client that come in and this was before I had realized that this primer was not working. So she came in and it was a brand new client and we're chatting and she was so cute, so fun. We were vibing so well. It was great. And I re she rebooked an appointment when she left. Everything was grand and wonderful. A couple days later, she texts me telling me that one of her nails popped off, which is so bizarre. And at this time, I didn't even think that it was the primer um, because it just is really weird for a primer to do that. But I'll proceed. And I, she texts me that her, her nail was popping off. And I was like, that's really weird. I, my nails don't typically lift. So I said, come in, I'll fix it. And then, um, whatnot, whatnot. She never wrote me back. And then I, it was a couple of days later and I was like, whatever happened to so-and-so she was supposed to come in and I was supposed to fix her nail. And I checked on her Instagram story um, and I, luckily she wasn't private. So I was tapping through her Instagram story and she had like a selfie in the mirror and I could see that she had no nails on. And this was seriously like six days after her nail appointment. And I was like, oh my gosh. So I immediately wrote her and I said, how are your nails? How are they doing? Like I wasn't about ready to tell her that I stalked her. That stays between me and you. Don't tell anyone else. And so I was like, how are your nails doing? Are they good? Like what's going on? Can I still have the opportunity to fix that nail? And she said, well, to be honest, they all popped off. And my heart literally sank. I was at a birthday party for my boyfriend. I know exactly where I was at <laughs> in this moment because it was a moment that I wanted to die. <laughs> and because I've just, I've never had this happen in my whole career. Why would I have this four and a half years in, right? So I texted her or I took a second and I took a couple of breaths and I was like, I need to immediately make this right. And so I wrote her and I said, I don't know what's going on. I have recently found out that I, well, I used a new primer and I've recently found out that it is not working well. And I want you to know that this is not my work. Typically it was this new primer and I sincerely apologize. Please give me the opportunity to redo your nails and show you the quality of work that I do produce because I don't stand behind this work that just happened. And she said, okay. Um, and then I said, of course at no charge. And she said, okay. And she goes, I'm a little hesitant. I don't really want to spend an hour and 45 minutes, just have them all pop off again. And I told her that I completely understood because I was equally as frustrated. I would have been horrified if I was her, like, I get it. I totally get where she was coming from. So I said, I, I completely understand. And I said, but I really want to prove that this is not typically my work and that I can make your nails stay on and this will, will never happen again. Um, so please come in, I'll redo your nails for free and they'll be perfect. In the moment of writing her, I had never wrote someone to redo their nails 
for free. That was something that had been completely new to me. It was a whole new concept, but I knew I needed to do it to be right, to make the situation right. And yes, it would take my time and yes, it would take product, but this girl had just paid for a full set and her nails all came off within six days. So I knew the right thing to do was to redo them, redo them. There's, that was the only thing. If she didn't, I would have found other ways to make it right. So with this, my mindset was, obviously this is not my work. This is not typically what I withhold. And if she goes and tells her friend that she came to me, she went to this girl, Callie, and she's at such and such suites and all of my nails popped off within six days and she goes and tells her friend that and then that's going to become like my new reputation within that friend group now may it go further i don't know but i don't even want two people thinking that that's my reputation right and i was just mortified and i wanted to do everything i could within my immediate power to correct the situation because I understand how powerful word of mouth can be when it comes to building a client. And I understand how detrimental it could be if you let a client leave unhappy or if you have a situation that you just leave unbothered. I don't want you guys to think that one person can ruin your whole career because that's not true. However, they can tell a friend and a friend can tell a friend and it can snowball from there. So what I would do if I were you is be conscious of that you always want to be that positive thing and you always want to be the person that makes the situation right. Even if it takes more of your product, even if it takes more of your time, no matter what it is, you want to make the situation right. Another time that I have tried to make the situation right because I didn't want my customer to leave unhappy was I ran over 30 minutes. I know I'm like so embarrassed to tell you guys this, but here we are being vulnerable. This was a mistake I made. It's happened. It used to happen all the time. Um, but I've recently changed, not recently, I changed my standards eventually. Um, so back when I first started, I did run over 30 minutes. So my client was sitting up front waiting for me for 30 minutes while I was finishing the current client in my chair. And when my client that was waiting for me came over, I did her nails and whatever, and I gave her artwork for free. So I think I might've given her like $10 off. And I specifically said, your price would normally be such and such, but I'm going to discount at $10 because I know you patiently waited and I want to say thank you for that and so on and so forth. In that moment, um, I really, you know, my boss at the time didn't necessarily agree with what I did. However, I still stand by it. And let me tell you why. If you go back in the podcast, you will hear me say multiple times to never offer a discount. However, if it comes to making a situation right, I do believe discounts are necessary. Now, don't just go handing them out like you're Oprah, Oprah Winfrey. You get a discount. You get a discount, right? Reel it in and know when and where is the right thing to do. If your client's waiting for you for 30 minutes, 
no, you don't have to give them the discount. There could be something else that you could do to make up for it. That is just an example of a time, one of the very few times I've ever given a discount, but I felt like it was necessary because she was on time for her appointment. If she was 30 minutes late, I would have turned her away at the door. So if I'm 30 minutes late, why is it fair that, you know, she doesn't get some sort of discount or some way to make it up? So let me know. That might be a little controversial, but that's what I would do. I always think it is best practice to make sure that you are giving, of course, the best customer service possible. Thank you guys so much for listening. Please share on your Instagram so that your beauty artist friends can hear of the show. I would love nothing more than for this podcast to get to all the beauty artists that need to hear it. So feel free to share and tag me on Instagram. And of course, pop into my DMs and say hi. Let me know that you're listening. And I will see you guys next week. Bye. Thank you for tuning into the show. If you can't get enough of me, follow me over on Instagram. I am at Callie Made It. If you would like to help the show grow, leave a rate and review and share on social media. Bye, bestie.